if we've said it before on the podcast, typically, um, I say the vast majority of people um, basically give up on those goals or resolutions within six weeks. Yeah, you know, by the first, out. basically the by the you know the second week of February, they're already abandoning those goals. So, how do we how do we how do we bring that number down? How do we bring that that large percentage of people that give up on the resolutions on their fitness goals? How do we bring it back down so more people are achieving their goals? And we thought of five specific ways, or I would say kind of five tips to help you uh, maintain your goals. Yeah, and these, I I would say, these are less like tips Mm -hmm. and more like key areas that you can focus on with your fitness health journey. Mm -hmm. So really kind of a maybe work into your approach, consider when you're setting your goals, and then also know that these are here to help you uh, if you start struggling. You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness podcast, brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch. Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Addicted to Fitness podcast. We're getting closer and closer to the end of 2022, so we are going to share an episode or share information this on this week's episode about five steps you can take to help you maintain your 2023 fitness goals. Keep on track. Want to stay on track for those 2000. Usually people make a lot of fitness goals at the beginning of the year, kind of a la New Year's resolutions. So these uh, tips are going to help you, uh, can help you maintain those goals that you set for yourself at the beginning of the year. So before we jump into that, guys, thank you for tuning in this week and every week. Uh, we see that you are not only enjoying the podcast, but you're sharing the podcast with friends via the download numbers that we see. So keep doing that. And if you haven't done so already, leave the rating review in Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcast app. It really does help us. Um, it helps us reach broader uh, audience. And we really uh, appreciate that, guys. So keep doing what you're doing. Also, we want you to thank you guys for uh, basic, for uh, visiting our sponsors or supporting our sponsors, specifically the AminoCo. Head to AminoCo.com slash ATF to learn why we love the product so much and stay tuned for more info about them. So, training recaps. We had a holiday this week. Yes. What did? How did that affect your training? Um, or did it? I mean, I did a little bit of Pelton before Thanksgiving, and then because of the holiday, having some time off, um, I got on the Peloton this weekend and did a long ride, probably. Mm-hmm. The longest ride I've done in a long time. I did a full hour, and then I did like a cool down ride. So that was that was a nice, long, steady pretty pretty good clip it was an endurance ride mm-hmm. so it was a power one of the power zone rides that they have on the peloton and it was great i got off feeling amazing which just it's just the wonderful like when you have a great workout like that and you just feel capable and strong and also like you pushed yourself mm-hmm 
So that was that was like my highlight of the week in terms of training. Yeah, I would say this week, uh, I would have to say my highlights were probably at the or I would say my Thanksgiving Day workout. I think I did. Did I do a Thanksgiving Day workout? I'm trying to think if I did Thanksgiving? or not. I don't remember if you did Thanksgiving. Maybe it was the day before. The day after you did. Day after. Friday? Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember the You're days like, we were oh, together. No, it's all blur. No, maybe Thanksgiving, yeah, because we were busy cooking that morning. Yeah, I was busy cooking. Mm-hmm. That was If cooking counted as a workout, then that would be what I did. <laughs> A lot of so yeah so but got some workouts in the beginning of the week you know was really uh, trying to squish everybody into the shortened week both with workouts and with uh, clients um, so we were able to I was able to do both of those things and um, I was able to uh, get some exercise in this week probably not the five days of workouts that I, I posted the previous week but. Definitely was able to uh, get some activity in even during the holiday week. So I know yeah. I had a good uh, a good morning. I want to say it was probably Friday morning. I think you're right. It was the day after uh, Thanksgiving where mm-hmm. I got both stretch, Peloton, and a strength training workout in. So yeah. workout with the kettlebell. So that was kind of nice. Yeah. Well, I know in past years we've also talked about like especially if you're traveling and you have the ability to do a workout like i remember mm-hmm. pre ella we would always do like a good solid workout the morning of mm-hmm. and or the morning after yeah and that was that was like a nice way to sort of bookmark yeah the holiday mm-hmm. now with ella it's like you know shorter getting out more just taking like walks getting outside but still moving your body each of those days right. really important. Yeah. So I know that so wasn't uh, uh, the five days of movement that, like I said, that I normally post, but still very productive week and super uh, had a great holiday. So we'll talk about that more later. So on to the main topic of this week's episode is basically our Five tips to help you maintain uh, your fitness goals in 2023. So as we uh, previewed this episode, what do people normally do at the beginning of the year? They usually make some sort of fitness-related, I would say, resolution or goals. Goals, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, But I think we've said it before on the podcast, typically, um, I say the vast majority of people um, basically give up on those goals or resolutions within six weeks. Yeah. You know, by the first, basically the, by the, you know, the second week of February, they're already abandoning those goals. So how do we, how do we, how do we bring that number down? How do we bring that, that large percentage of people that give up on the resolutions on their fitness goals? How do we bring it back down? So more people are achieving their goals. And we thought of five specific ways, or I would say, kind of five tips to help you uh, maintain your goals. Yeah, and these, I I would say, these are less like tips Mm -hmm. and more like key areas that you can focus on with your fitness health journey. Mm -hmm. So really kind of a 
maybe work into your approach, consider when you're setting your goals, and then also know that these are here to help you uh, if you start struggling. So, Okay. All right. So for number one, um, well, we're not going to put this in any specific order. Um, yes. I would say number one is... Uh, <laughs> Realize. We're going to put these in order, Sorry. but number uh, one. The first suggestion, tip, slash um, helpful tactic is, uh, I would say, start slow and realize that it's a marathon, not a sprint. And I mean that in multiple aspects, because um, I think people frequently try to think that uh, January 1st, I'm going to change it all around. I'm going yeah. to totally get back on exercising every day and eating right every day and just trying to basically go from zero to a hundred in one day's time. And I think that is always a recipe for disaster because people can't maintain that kind of, um, I would say, you know, perfection. They, they need to realize that this is a long-term lifestyle change if they're not, you know, already on a fit, you know, having a fit lifestyle. So, um, they need to realize that this is this is now just the you know well way you have to approach life. It's not just a, uh, a little temporary change. This is new lifestyle change. So I think realizing that starting slow, whether it be you know whatever you decide, and we're probably going to talk more about you know what type of exercise, but whatever your fitness you cho- choose. You really have to approach it slowly. Now, maybe for those people who are already on, you know, uh, the fitness uh, uh, lifestyle or already have that incorporated into their lives, and they're looking at 2023 to kind of uh, ramp it up a notch. I think they have to kind of realize, even referring to as a marathon, is that there's a lot of parts of the marathon that really suck. You right. know, so I mean, there's people like you talk about hitting the wall, right? I mean, when they're just, they're running and they're running and then just their body is like, all right, we don't want to do anymore. Or you got to kind of embrace the, the, the challenging portion of it. And you got to realize that that's kind of part of the process is a really challenging portion, portion of it. And I know you were talking about that, about, um, sometimes in like your Peloton runs, they talk about that. What's, what's the one that Jess King does? Um, oh, she calls it. The, she calls it the oh. shit shift. Oh, her words, not mine. Right. So, what does that mean? What is she? What is she referring to in that? Um, she's referring to when you are really struggling, and it feels like it's what you're doing is really hard, and it's that sort of that first, uh, that first point you hit in your workout where you're doing something, you're getting tired, you're uncomfortable, you're not in pain, but it's just, it's hard. And then all of a sudden you just keep pushing through and you get past that physical, mental block and it's the shit shift. Mm -hmm. You're sitting there going, this sucks, this is crap, this is terrible. And then you just keep going. And then all of a sudden, it gets so much easier. Your endorphins kick in, you get like your second wave, and it shifts. And all of a sudden, you're like, well, this this is not bad. This is not bad mm-hmm. at all. 
And depending how long you go, you know, marathon, you're going to run into a number of those walls. Whereas, you know, a normal workout, you're probably looking at maybe one, mm-hmm. one of those. <laughs> so it's, I, I thought it was just a great way to describe it because you really do sit there and you're like, oh, I hate this crap mm-hmm. at one point. And then all of a sudden you feel so much better and you're like, this was a brilliant idea. <laughs> and that's what I said. I think it's kind of an all-encompassing uh, suggestion or, or, or uh, action step because approaching this new fitness lifestyle as a marathon, even though marathon, marathon is an actual you know, uh, fitness endeavor, um, realizing that it's long-term, you're going to have periods where it's going to stink or it's going to suck, to lack of better words. Um, whether you're fit or not fit, it's going to suck depending on uh, what you're doing and the level of intensity. So, But you got to realize that's a part of it. That's what is encompassing, the com- that it, what goes along with the fitness lifestyle. Now, you know, there there's also things that go along with it about recovery, but we're going to talk about that in some more steps. So that was one of the uh, action or the suggestions and tips we had. Uh, another one we had was uh, basically kind of the, and we talked about this, I think, in the beginning of the year with fitness trends. You got to kind of uh, get a personalized approach to your health and fitness. You know, there's way, there is tons of options out there now uh, to do that, just that. And I mean, we have, you know, you obviously people probably the one people know or are familiar with is, you know, get a physical with your primary care physician or you can, uh, there's a variety of at-home health tests that you can do nowadays. We've talked to them about them on the podcast. Um, you can do, uh, you wore a constant glucose monitor this year. Yep. It was very eye-opening. Mm-hmm. Gave you a lot of information about what foods do what to your body and things like that. Yeah. Essentially, we're saying go ahead and, I mean, it's one thing to go to your doctor and get a physical and make sure that you're working, but take it a step farther and really own your sort of your understanding your natural body composition, you know, how your body utilizes food, how it breaks that down into energy, how various exercises work with your body, how various foods work with your body. Um, every, every body and everybody is a little different, you know. And what we were talking about was I'm a real advocate for sort of understanding your own health profile and really being clear with what works for you and not getting into the comparison of, well, I should compare myself to that, you know, athlete who dedicates their life to being a certain physical shape, Mm -hmm. you know, and type like that. They could be a completely different body than you. And until you understand how you're made, you're going to just have to do the kind of spaghetti at the wall tactic. Mm -hmm. But what Nick was saying with all these tests that exist now, you have really valuable tools to understand really about how your body was made uniquely and how you can best support it in your health and fitness journey. So take that 
own that and make that a point in your in your goals this year because that's going to once you understand how you are you're going to be able to kind of build from there versus mm-hmm. building maybe a goal that is very unhealthy for you or that's going to be 20 times harder because of you know your predisposition towards not being able to do this thing or eat this food or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even included that is we've talked about it this year is um, your kind of your discipline now, Ayurvedic medicine. Mm. So the tests that are involved with that, I mean, going that to that extent to really kind of break down what works for you, um, both some fitness and health and what can help you uh, basically optimize those aspects of your life. Yeah, it's getting, we've, everybody's wondered at one point in time in our lives, like, why the hell didn't we just come with a, you know, a guidebook, an instruction manual. Mm -hmm. Well, because everybody's different, but there actually is instruction manuals. There are guides and it's just understanding how each of us is made and then looking at, well, what works for Nick over here because he's made of these kind of elements. I am made differently. And Every time I have tried to do the same diet or the same kind of workouts as Nick, it has not worked well. It has left me feeling like crap. So, and probably vice versa, similar um, things that I just feel so much better on, Nick is left feeling wanting. So it's it's just figuring that out and understanding what you're working with. Mm-hmm. What you're working with. What you're working with. So uh, working the with. next one, our next suggestion on uh, ways to help you maintain your fitness goals next year, 2023, is supplemental support. So we've talked about supplements on this podcast at nauseum, but we know the reason is because we know how important they are. But not all supplements are for all people. You know, people need different types of, uh, whether it be vitamins or pre-workout, post-workout, protein powders, whatever the supplement may, may be, it's, in it, it's all should be individualized to the person's needs. So you got to find out what your needs are, what uh, your workout and your diet is basically uh, kind of is requiring of your body, and then see where supplements can kind of basically just help you in those aspects of your health fitness. Yeah, you know, instead of just setting um, a goal, I want to be healthier this year and I'm going to use supplements at every point. Like, spoiler alert, (laughs) you're going to spend freaking huge amount of money on supplements. You Mm -hmm. You can take supplements until the cows come home. It's whole paycheck kind of situation. Don't do that. That's not what we're saying do. Instead, take a look at your actual goals and identify what parts of your life need a little extra oomph. Like mm-hmm. realistically, you can get a lot of nutrition from your food. You don't necessarily need to be taking all these extra supplements and magic formulas and things like that. You can just focus on, well, maybe you just need like a multivitamin, just a regular vitamin. 
you know, are you having trouble sleeping? Maybe that's where you look at incorporating some like CBD or some adaptogenic supplements. Or maybe if you really need to focus on recovery more because you're kicking your own butt, then looking at some supplements specifically mm-hmm. created to support your body in recovering better and helping you be stronger faster, that's that's going to be where you want to put your money. So this year, make sure that you're supporting the right things with your supplements and know that you can adjust them based on your goals. Yeah. And speaking of supplements, the sponsor of today's episode just has just what you need in regards to supplements. When it comes to workout supplements, I only go with one company, and that's The Amino Co. The Perform and Heal supplements are 100% science back, endurance, and recovery formulas that help me improve my fitness. Uh, because I like their products so much, I was able to get a special early access offer for you listeners in honor of Cyber Monday. You guys thought that Black Friday deal was good? Listen to this. Right now, you can take advantage of a bigger sale. That's right. You get 50% off all Amino Co. supplements right now by visiting AminoCo.com slash ATF and use the code ATF at checkout and get a free gift. That's right. If you visit on November 28th, Cyber Monday, you get 50% off and a free gift. If you go to AminoCo.com slash ATF, use ATF at checkout. But we know sometimes people listen to this not on the day it's released. So if you go after the 28th, still use the code ATF at checkout because you're going to get 30% off. All right. Either way, whenever you visit, you get a discount on some of the best supplements there are. So once again, visit aminoco.com slash ATF on November 28th. Use the code ATF at checkout, get 50% off and a free gift. And if you come, if you come back on a later date, you can still use the code ATF and get 30% off. It's that easy. All right, so uh, we've got three tips so far. We've got two left for you all um, in regards to helping you maintain those fitness goals next year. Um, so the next one is going to be find your passion in regards to fitness. So... I know that was kind of holier than thou, passion. That's a really grand statement. Yes, but the reason I'm really, what I'm trying to emphasize is that I think people usually get frustrated when they see something that, you know, maybe looks kind of more uh, uh, attractive than it is in regards to fitness, whether mm-hmm. it be uh, some form of group training, whether it be CrossFit, whether it be uh, the rowing gyms they have out there now. Yeah. Um, it, the list can go on and on and on, but the key is to kind of maybe write <laughs> some of your, uh, uh, what are the words I'm looking for? Not, not your likes and dislikes, some of your, uh, your must-haves and your deal breakers, right? So, mm-hmm. like I said, what what are you looking for in regards to um, uh, what do you enjoy in regards of exercise? Whether it be like playing basketball or swimming or working out in a group setting, you fi- figure those things out, and then you really also try to find out what are the deal breakers. What do you not want to have? I mean, I know it might sound silly, but people need AC when they work out. Certain people need yeah. air conditioning when they work out. So if you need air conditioning, don't go to a CrossFit gym. Yeah. They, they don't have air conditioning, generally speaking. Um, so 
It's a, and if you like personal space, don't go to a martial arts studio. Typically, personal space is not something you have lots of at the martial arts studio. It depends on the martial art, of course. Yeah. Um, but, um, so you figure out your, your must haves and your deal breakers and then make your choices in regards to your fitness based off that. Now, if you're just someone who's like, I need to start slow, I need to start basic, and you just need to start walking, hey, that's great too. We're never going to poo-poo that. But if you're looking to maybe get some more kind of, um, I would say, fast pace or more kind of, uh, uh, I would say, interactive workouts, I would say make sure you find out what you're really attracted to before you go out and, you know, find something or try something you're not interested in and then lose your motivation. Yeah. Don't commit to one gym. If you've not tried that gym before, take advantage of all these things they have now, like class pass Mm -hmm. and stuff and, you know, day passes, take advantage of all that stuff because there is nothing more miserable than being stuck like in a year commitment or a six month commitment with a place you don't actually even like. And, you know, understand that particularly females, you're going to have different needs based off of where your hormones are in a month. So like having yourself in like a super heavy duty boot camp, um, is not necessarily going to fit every single week. And maybe having something else as like a little bit lower key backup, you know, if you find more than one thing, fantastic. Like Mm -hmm. embrace that. Not everything has to be balls to the wall, heavy, crazy, intense. Mm -hmm. And if it's making you feel miserable, then back the heck off. Yeah. So – that's that's a really at the heart of what we're saying is like I was I was not a runner. I was not built for running. I grew up with a mother that was. Mm-hmm. I grew up with a dad that was like adamant about swimming. I I was a decent swimmer, but I didn't know how to swim. I didn't have access to swim every day. And it took me a long time to find like those things that gave me sparks. I went through a long list, but I found those items that I really loved. I fell in love with hit workouts. I loved hit workouts. I did like competition kind of um, sports in high school. And then as an adult, I found spinning mm-hmm. and it was, it was just like, this is, this is my joy. This is my happy place. When you can find that, that's going to make reaching your your fitness goals so much easier. It's it's a joy when you actually find something you love. Right. And I agree and uh I would say not only finding something you love but finding a routine you love. Shannon was saying it's like if you go balls to the wall and you might basically get burnt out quickly, maybe you mm-hmm. do like something that's very intense but Really go into it gradually, maybe one or two classes a week. And then once your body gets acclimated, once you get past that, uh, what's it called? The, the suck shift? What is, what's her say? What is the she called? The shit shift. Thank you. <laughs> I was close. Right? <laughs> I call it a discomfort threshold. There we is go. What I, no, that's is a my bit. words right. for it. So once you get past that, maybe you add in more days in your body and you really start taking your fitness to the next level. So Yeah, you don't have to do it until you hate it. Yeah, exactly. Don't do that. So 
the last one, and I think, yes, this is a little bit self-promotion for both of us, but I would say the last one is hire a coach. Now that can be, you can take that or many trainer. different ways. Right. Yeah. Trainer or coach. Yeah. I, I, it's a I, little different, but. I agree. Yes. But, and, but I still consider myself a coach because I train a lot of athletes too. Yeah. Well, right? and really what it is at the end is an accountability partner. Yes, exactly. So that's, that's what it is in the end. That's what I was trying to emphasize. Coach was, I guess, the broad umbrella term I was using. But yes, you, every single person that comes to me looking for personal training, they use the word or they use the phrase, I need more accountability. So in theory, I shouldn't have a job, right? Personal trainers should not be a thing. People can work out on their own. They can do you know, their own There's fitness. There's so many on-demand classes Right, now. but it's people need want that person in their ear saying, hey, you're coming in at this time for this workout these days, right? And then when once people buddy. show up, I tell people, you show up, I'll take care of everything else. And that's, that's really one of the main... I think, uh, uh, suggestions be giving to you because it can really increase your chances of maintaining your fitness goals. Yeah. It's harder to say no to a person right. than to say no to your sneakers. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, no sneakers. Right. You're going to stay there today. And let's be serious. You're putting a monetary investment into it also. Yes. So you are paying for a service. You better believe you, you should expect somebody to be on your butt because that's what you're paying for in addition to getting you as fit and healthy as possible. So I like the gifs that you send when people send you like, oh, I don't, I don't think I'm going to work out today. I've seen some of them yeah. where it's just like the side eye gifs and like the, like, are you kidding me? It's like that. You need that. You need somebody to hold up the mirror and say, are you sure Yeah. you want to do this? I, and then have you go, oh, no, I guess I'm just being a lazy ass. So it's true. I mean, <laughs> I'm not trying to guilt trip, guilt trip people, but. I'm not not trying to guilt trip people. Sometimes so, you have to play the cards, right? Because push the, them. Yeah, exactly. You got you, you. Luckily, the client, you know, the kind of client uh, customer relationship. I'm able to find out when people need that little other little extra push, push. Exactly. Right. When they're trying, when they're trying to take it easy on themselves, but they need to come in regardless. So, those are our tips. Hopefully, those got those. Uh, suggestions and uh, helpful action kind of plan works for you guys to maintain this fitness goal in the new year. New year. Well, I'm I'm getting pretty pumped about the new year. We're, what else are you pumped for? This next section of the podcast called "What's Got Us Pumped." Okay. What have you got? What's got you pumped this week? Um. I mean, the holidays have a, are upon us. Is there anything? Oh, you want to let me know about any of the Christmas gifts you got me? Mm, yeah, no. Oh. No, no. That's, well, I'll tell you what I am pumped about. Maybe that'll inspire you to remember yep. what you're pumped about. Um, we cooked the turkey for the first time at our mm. house for Thanksgiving this week. You know, we've cooked, you know, chickens and things before. Um but this was, I think, by far our biggest bird that we cooked here at this house, or probably together as a as a couple. Yeah, it's just in general. Yeah, so biggest I mean, fifteen pound bird. turkey, 
ever. You know, I like to say we both contributed to it. Oh, for right? sure. So, um, you know, basically uh, prepped with a great recipe that you came up with and stuffed with an yep. awesome kind of long-time family recipe of pork stuffing. Oh, so um, good. And it came out really well. Um, we even had to ad lib. We didn't even have a roasting pan big enough for this turkey. We didn't have a, gr- uh, a what are those things? Not a grate, but it's like a little, uh, it's like a stand, like some sort of. Yeah, like it's a rack. Rack, thank you. So we didn't have a rack for the turkey to actually sit on, so we had to make a makeshift one. So, but it came out perfect, and it was delicious, and we had plenty of leftovers. So I'm very pumped about that, and I think uh, I enjoy hosting Thanksgiving. I was very pumped about the holiday. Yes, it was. I think it was a great holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, it is it is kind of just that general time of year for mm-hmm. me. Are you flicking me off? No. You are? What are you talking Your about? Your finger. You're just flicking me off. I am not. What are you talking about? Well, now you're not, but you were. <laughs> What's got you pumped? <laughs> that you're not flicking me off. <laughs> What's got you pumped? I think it's just the general holiday season. Now that it's officially started... You let us, um, you happily embrace, I should say, not let us, but you happily embrace the holiday music now. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that is a big thing for me. I start listening to holiday music essentially after Halloween. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's fun now to be in that that vibe and that feeling where everybody's on the same page. Mm-hmm. And I think... We have some big plans this holiday season, but also I'm trying really hard not to make too many plans Yeah, because I genuinely just really love this time of year. I love the decorations. Like so much about the holidays has got me pumped. It's hard to just pick one thing. Mm -hmm. I think last weekend I talked about how we decorated the house and how much that was a workout. And it's just so fun to now be in a decorated house. And yeah, it's, I honestly, it's the whole holiday season right now. That may be super cheesy, but I don't care. I watch Lifetime and Hallmark movies this time of year, like unapologetically. So yeah. Yeah. That's definitely, that's I mean, it for sure. We're getting so into the holidays, we might be going to see snow soon. Oh, we definitely are. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's just hope that the snow lets us come up there. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, great week. Uh, great things to be pumped about. Um, hopefully, you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Hopefully, those tips we shared or those action steps we shared with you guys will help you in the new year maybe help you set your fitness goals for the new year um please once again take advantage of the cyber monday deals guy from the amino co by visiting aminoco.com slash atf and use the code atf at checkout um so got anything else for him tonight yep this has been another edition of the big fitness podcast and we'll check you next time bye for all things Addicted to Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter, 
at the ATF podcast and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks.